Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and exceptional craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Let's go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Busy three hour program lined up today in 30 minutes. Professional sports better Paul Stone on the show. Uh, bets that are still available to make on the U.S. Open. Aaron Rennie, 90 minutes on tonight's huge Game 6 NBA Finals and Mike Palman studio back end of the show. And, Paul, we will begin today's program with uh, what we have coming up tonight. Celtics at home against the Golden State Warriors in Game 6 right now at Bat Rivers. Uh, Boston is favored by four. The total is 210. I don't have to tell you what's on the line tonight. I think everybody here watching, listening, and uh, on this planet pretty much knows Look, they win this game. We're going to have a Game 7 on Father's Day. And the potential here that we could have with the win, right? You could have the U.S. Open finishing on Sunday leading right into a Game 7. We need the Celtics to win this game as sports fans. we Come on, let's go. Yes, yes. The, I also love the what-if scenarios. It would be the fourth title in eight years for Golden State. It, could, it was probably the one that Boston let get away after Curry goes 0 of 9 from 3, has a bad shooting performance, and Boston loses the game. In game four, you're up five with seven minutes at home, at home, and, and collapse and can't win that game. So you'd be tied with the Lakers and stuck on 17. Uh, the, the legacy, you know, for Curry, he'd get the finals MVP. Uh, to cement the legacy there. Also, he's gone up a whole, I didn't think it was possible. He's gone up another level with the uh, you know, first four games averaging 34 a game and shooting uh, 50% till he had the off game in game five. So, and, and the other thing would be if Boston can win the next two, and I wouldn't be surprised. Will we ever see this again? I mean, in, in the NBA, 
I think the team that was 150 to one near the All Star break. You never see this in the association. No. That a team that's un- that's at 500 at the break comes out of nowhere and could win the title and cash a big ticket. And don't forget, they were the 11 seed and not even in the play-in tournament in January. Think about that. Uh huh. And things completely flipped at that point. It now, doesn't happen. You don't even get a price like that on a team. Like you, you could factor in an injury. But that's though they're gonna say, okay, well, at some point these guys are coming back, and right. it's a star player that's hurt. So you never see a price you know, like this, and a team comes all the way back in the NBA. Baseball, football, and hockey—we've seen this recently. St. Louis Blues, Bengals last mm-hmm. year getting there. Baseball's been kooky for a long time. In the NBA, you're exactly right. Basically, for for decades again, it comes down to like three or four teams before the season starts, and now that that did change, you know, in recent years. But uh, especially halfway through the season, like this with the team. Now I thought. Our buddy, David Thorpe, who comes on a weekly basis during the basketball season this year during the playoffs, TrueHoop.com, they had a really good breakdown on how fatigued the Celtics and specifically Jason Tatum might be at this point. They pointed out, went back and looked at uh, everything in Game 5. So with seven minutes left in the third quarter of that game, he had 22 points on 13 shots. They had the lead. That's when it turned for Tatum. His last eight shots were miss, air ball, air ball, miss, air ball, miss, three air ball and so they documented like the average speed in October was 3.91 miles per hour and has been slower ever since and now it's on the down tick again for Tatum this month and the NBA you know leaders in playoff minutes he is way past Jalen Brown overall and if you want to go beyond that there was a really good tweet from someone named Gordon Shotwell so most minutes through 52 days of an NBA playoffs it's Tatum this year with a bullet over guys like Sean Marion in 2006, Kobe 2002, all these minutes that he's played this year, by far wow. like the most out of any player in the league going back a good 20 years. Yes, he set the record for turnovers. Fatigue maybe is set in with the Boston team off the back-to-back seven-game series, long season. You never know. But what to expect tonight, I have no idea. I bet the Celtics, I think they win and cover. But it's just it's infuriating to watch this team play. Uh, how inconsistent! I mean, they can't put together two good games. They're four and five at home, straight up since the Nets series. Silly turnovers. I mean, you just you cannot win doing this. No. Golden State's plus twenty four and points off turnovers in the series. Boston is is turning it over sixteen percent. Think about this: they're turning it over on sixteen percent of their possessions in the series. It'd be dead last in the league, and then the issues they've had offensively in this series. In the losses, 88, 94, and 97 points and 107 points per 100 possessions, which would have been 27th in the league. So Tatum has got to get everyone involved and pass the ball. He's, he's he got to, you know, just this uh, offense stops with me stuff. Stop it. Because we know your record. The magic number with Boston, two of them. 15 turnovers or fewer. They don't lose. And then if Tatum has seven assists or more. Sure. So, and then Jalen Brown's got to get going too. But, uh, you know, this is just, you got to, you just got to stop turning the ball over and giving them easy baskets and uh, and do it. And I would like to see them play with some pace too on offense. I think they need to half switch it up a little bit now. Atrocious. Yep. You know, I thought about this. If this was a March Madness team and they were in the Final Four, and let's say it was like a two seed, and they had all the talent in the world, right? Yeah. And they they kept winning games by a couple of points here and there, and they were surviving. But every game it was like twenty-two turnovers, and they're taking bad shots. You're like, guys, well, you're too good for this. Why are you? You should not be. You know, getting, you know, such a negative reaction when you're in the Final Four. Here we are, Game Six, yep. and it's been like all negative towards the Celtics. Yep. And I think they deserve most of it. Right. 
What do you think Brian Windhorst is catching some heat? But also some people agree with him. He's made the comment after the last game that you have to beat the Warriors and their checkbook because the payroll is over $300 million. Well, they don't care about the luxury tax. No, they don't. No, I think it was uh, Golden State and Brooklyn this year, right? Yeah. The two teams that went way over. Because he met because Wiggins played so well, and they mentioned his contract and what he, mm. you know. I, don't know. I mean, no, okay. Down the stretch, Boston was a better team. Yeah, there's the quote. Yeah, they have a three hundred forty million dollar payroll. You just don't have to beat the Warriors on the court. You got to beat their checkbook. Mm. The last game was a checkbook win for the Warriors. But I mean, it, you just, you got to be kicking yourself. This was also a good point by several people. Where's the sense of urgency and in the intensity? They come out flat in a NBA final series tied at two. Pivotal game five, oh, of course. Going through the motions in game one. We saw that against the Bucks. First half, I mean, yeah, yeah. we saw it against the Bucks. We saw it against the Heat. Right, right. I, I we're not going to see that tonight. I can't imagine. Right. That's why I like. I like Boston first quarter, first half tonight. Yeah. You're right. They've been at their best with the season on the line, backs against the wall, elimination. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and and they know they they yeah. absolutely are aware of the situation right now. Here's Al Horford, who had a great game one. Since then, eh, but uh, he talked about uh, they understand the moment right now and what needs to be done in the situation. We've been in positions of, of pressure games like this uh, before, obviously never in a final, to your point. But, um, but I, I do believe, you know, that there's the way that this team is, there's just too much fight. Um, you know, there's too much fight. Uh, there's guys that are just competitive, um, guys that want to compete. Um, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm confident with our guys. I'm confident that, you know, they'll, they'll come out and that we will respond. Um, yeah, obviously, Golden State's a really good team, but um, but we feel good about our group. All right. I think uh, they all have to be feeling like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so come out tonight, hit them with some fireworks, sense of urgency. It is a game six. But again, this is, has been their MO. I, I will give you this. Uh, great observations here by Boston Celtics play-by-play man, Sean Grandy, who tweeted out, looking at a deeper dive of an indi- uh, individual player, on this Celtics team, and if you want to go uh, two, uh, two different players here, player A and player B. So player A, 97 minutes. This is before game five. Player B is 48 points, 73 to 16. Look at the shooting. Oh. 54 to 22% threes, 11 to 21 compared to 0 of 10, plus 41 to minus 22. That's player A compared to player B. I don't even think most Celtics fans would know which players they are. If you guys want to do the reveal here. It's the same dude. It's Jalen Brown before a second foul and after a second foul. How can that be? How about that? That is awesome. How things change. So absolutely monitor that tonight. Maybe if he gets a second foul. He was bad in game five. So this was before that game actually tipped off. But if he gets a second foul tonight, the way it's been going, it just he turns into a totally different player. First quarter over. Four and one so far. Back up to fifty-three and a half now tonight, and we'll see who the offici- the officials are going to be too. Well, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's big. I, I would anticipate the extender on the game. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Scott Foster. One more note on Brown. Okay. He's he's much better at home than he is in the road yeah. too. Okay. So I, I think that he's going to come good. out and wow. and by the way, I got to I got to say this: the the offense and the team has been better when he's had good games and when the when it goes through him. Yeah. I would rather have it go through him, and there you see the numbers again. Road more points, but the field goal percentage, the threes way up. So he plays better, is more efficient at home, and I would rather have it go through him than Jason Tatum right yep. now. Like a lot of Celtics, he he was awful in the last game too. Check, keep keep an eye on Time Lord. 
I mean, with Williams. The, we've talked about the on-off minutes, uh, the score with Curry, though the, the bench minutes when, when Curry's on the bench, same thing with Williams. Boston's been outscored by, by 42 points when Williams is off the floor. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on that tonight, too, when he goes to the bench or if something pops up and he has to leave with an injury or, yeah. or something happens. Looney is plus 48 in 108 minutes. Oh, ridiculous. He's number one, right? I believe so, In the yeah. whole series? Yeah. 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 Even better than Steph, yeah. better than Wiggins. We said it early. We'll say it again. If they don't turn the ball over, they're going to win the series. Yeah. They just got to cut this stuff out. The last game was 18-6. to six. Yeah. I mean, come I mean, on. It's every, I know. And they're just stupid. They, it's also they, they lead the easy baskets the other way. Uh, yeah, they're exactly right. Come and they're, they're unforced. It's laziness out there. Yep. Uh, I, somehow they're like... Uh, Rick Vaughn and Wild Thing. Yep. These passes are going way outside like every single time. Guys, what, what are we yep. doing here? You're better than that. So clean it up, and uh, you can force a game number seven. Anything's in play at that point, obviously. Oh, sure. Yeah. Plus, they've done it before. But they already won big games in Miami and Milwaukee. Yep. All right, the first hour of this show, Follow the Money, is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at Bet Rivers. Dot com Up next, win some, lose some, and we'll recap game one of the Stanley Cup final. Based on his playoff performances this year, uh, his bad game is now out, uh, out of the way. It changes after game one, at least it has. We'll tell you who that is coming up next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you, because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Paulie's taking a Lamar Jackson break. Uh, Major League Baseball favorites did it again last night. 10-4 overall with one pick. How about the Yankees? Got it done. Now in this uh, tough, difficult 13-game stretch coming up. 2-0 so far, taking care of the Rays. That was uh, Cortez over McClanahan. Uh, Major League Baseball overs, 10-4-1. How about a dog? Nice one. KC on the money line, plus 175 in San Francisco against the Giants. They won 3-2. The Dodgers did it again with Tyler Anderson. Now 8-0 on the season. ERA of 2.82. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Tyler Anderson and Gonsolin, a combined like 16-0 on the season. That'll do it for you. Uh, David Peterson in the Mets, now 7-0 to the over when he goes. The Brewers took care of him. Burns was uh, nice last night. They won, and uh, they were a small favorite. Blue Jays, how about this? Minus 270 up to minus $3 against the Orioles. That was a high-scoring affair, which we anticipated 7-6 with the final score, but they could not put the uh, Orioles away last night in that game. The Braves, one more time, 14 straight. Money line opened up 170, got to 195 or higher. I saw the run line go to as high as 135, but opened up pick. They're now uh, 14 straight after 8-2. Strider last night did it again. He's down to 8-1 to one at one spot to win the National League Rookie of the Year. 11 strikeouts. He has electric stuff. Avalanche, Lightning, exact score 4-3, 30-1. Landeskog, first goal, 11-1. The score anytime was plus 185. Goal in the first 10. That got there twice, actually. One goal was minus 160. Overtime was plus 350. That gets there. And uh, both team totals go over last night. And uh, Vasilevsky, for what it's worth, he saved more than 32 and a half shots on goal. So keep an eye on that one as the Avalanche completely outshot the Lightning in that game. We will move on here to lose some. This is uh, the ultimate peekaboo. The prank by the little poodle? Is it a, a beige poodle? Is that what we're talking about here? Look at this guy. Here comes the owner up the stairs. Look, I got you, huh? Taps the toe, gets on the foot, looks back at him. And uh, I, I watched the entire video, by the way. The owner never reached down to pet him. Just walks right by him. I've never seen that before. Come on. With a dog doing that. Going behind the wall and sneaking up on the guy and scaring him. How does the little dog know how to play a prank yeah. on the owner? 
And he stares at him. That's great. Okay. This five awesome steps too. you can take to have an absolute I'm going and fresh this one. <laughs> the, um, guy, the guy's talking to the camera about, hey, uh, this is how you're going to train your dog and things to do. And the dog, his dog comes all the way behind him, gets a running start and jumps on him and knocks him over. And there you go. But he's ready to play fetch and catch. And no yeah. surprise, it's the Husky, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Have you seen about, this video this yet? This is so good. The high five. The guy pulls over. And the bear walks up and he gives him a high five. That's all he's looking for. <laughs> the win. That's all he's looking for. Maybe a treat, but he comes <laughs> over. Hey, pal, this is pretty yeah. cool, huh? Look at the other guy. He's like, uh, enough already. Come on. Let, let's go. Let's be on our way. He Look comes the other guy. So he stops. He goes, come on. What, do you want a high five? Let's go. Gets on the hind legs. The guy whiffs the first time. He's like, no, no, no. Come on. Put it here. <laughs> Put it all the way up. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. Imagine seeing that many bears at the same time. No yeah. panic. This is great. Can we please go volume up? This is a rooster. Top of the morning to you, folks. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, my God. You know what that is? That's Mad Dog Russo when he starts the show every, every oh, day with his Good uh, afternoon. Yeah. yeah, how long it goes. He falls over. That's my 20 God. seconds, and he just, yeah, he's done. He, I think he passed out. Yep. God, that's awesome. And was was this Dan who sent this in yesterday? Look at how he starts his day off. This is 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> falls over. But this is 7.30 in the morning with the guy mowing his lawn. Can you believe this? Ah, come on. He's got the picture and everything to prove it. Eh, it's a I, tad early. Yeah, right. On a Wednesday? Don't we still have, like, dew on the grass in most parts of yeah. the country? Yeah. You don't, want to, you don't want to do that with your lawnmower? Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, listen, I was one of them. When the pandemic hit and we had the shutdown everywhere, I, I, I thought it was the end of buffets in Las Vegas. I really did. But this, this Palms buffet, since it reopened... I mean, look at the line to get in on the seafood buffet. Number one, the prices are out of control. But there's a huge demand for this again, and people are saying, I don't care. Good if we got the buffets back, at least some of them. I thought they were dead forever. So did I. Uh, but uh, there's the line. A couple of people took pictures of how long the line was with the well, seafood buffet out there. You actually know during the pandemic, some spots in town just did something else with their buffet rooms. Oh, yeah. a lot of, Most they, of them. They turned, yeah, yeah. More yeah. slot machines, whatever. Yeah. Poker room, whatever it might have been. Yep. Sure. And this is a big problem in this country. I, it's out of control. Where This is, uh, well, this is actually a candidate at the airport in Toronto. One employee working at Tim Hortons. Look at that line. Unacceptable. In the last week, I've seen, uh, what, two people at a McDonald's only, just two people, and one person at a bank. Working at the, just one person. I'm talking drive-through, w- window, it, everything. The whole deal. One person, and, it, and the line was backed up. I don't know what the Starbucks thing's out of control. It is. Well, this just, I mean, several you know, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever, where it's like the, everyone goes to get coffee before their shift, and it's backed up, and it, it's a half an hour to get coffee, and they just leave it because they have to get to work. Look, I like actually like is not strong enough. I love coffee as much as the next person. I'm not waiting in that line. Now, when there's, if there's five people there, fine. No. It can move along. But one no. person, no chance. I'm going to skedaddle. Nope. Good job, guys. Bad beats. Yankees raise first five under three and a half. Mm-hmm. Vicious. One nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Donaldson hits a fly ball. Routine fly ball dropped. Still, he's on with two outs and an intentional walk and then a three-run shot. Four nothing. That's really, really bad. It's terrible. Terrible. Marlins plus 140. A moose if he had Marlins plus a run and a half. Oh, yeah, no doubt. One nothing, bottom of the ninth, two on, two out, three run, walk off for the Phillies. And Diamondback, Reds under eight, three, two in the eighth, seven, four final. 
Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250 match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. By the way, I made a big deal out of uh, some bets that I made, a future bet that I made on the Marlins, like on uh, Monday, I think it was, to win the National League at uh, 100 to 1. You know, they should have swept the Phillies. Yeah. Or could have. I mean, well, it, they, 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 the they came back from 8 4, but they were up 4 nothing yeah. in that game. Phillies blew the other one. The other could have taken two out of three. They had no run support for Alcantara. And then yesterday, I'm making the case, like, the offense is going to be fine. They explode in one game. They gave him one run yesterday. I like, I like the back end of the bullpen, this Tanner Scott guy. Yeah, back-to-back days now that he had to go out there and pitch. He blows it yesterday, and it's just like they've had so many excruciating losses now on the year. So here is the stats on Vasilevsky, right? Mm-hmm. In game ones so far of the 2022 playoffs, he is 1-3. With a 399 goals against and an 88% save percentage. Game twos through seven, he's 11 and three with a 190 and a 939 save percentage. Yep, he'll bounce back. It happens. But uh, Gallant, he's, you know, compete, battle, grind, work hard, get pucks on the net, just get pucks on the net. The first two goals were ridiculous. I mean, I they, they were agree. high school goals that he gave up. The, the first goal that Kemper allowed, what are you doing? Half his body is on the other side, not even in the net. It's past the net. I don't know what he was doing out of position yeah. on that goal, but uh, he didn't play well. But uh, Colorado gets one. But now this is, you know, it really should be 14-1 and one in the playoffs because they blew the uh, three-goal lead against St. Louis, one of their losses. So I thought Russ would be a factor. There was no flow to that game. A lot of whistles. Uh, it, it was a strange game. But good finish, goes to overtime. Uh, but Va- Vasilevsky will bounce back. And then at some point you might see more guys coming back for Colorado too. But was it McCarr without a shot on goal? He had zero shots on goal oh, last wow, night. Wow, that's something. His total was two and a half. And uh, the trend here for him at home was to go over and to stay under on the road. He played, I think, uh, I wrote it, 20-plus minutes, I think, last night. 28 was it overall? No shots on goal for that guy? Mm. McKinnon went over. That was four and a half. So he got there. Oh, you know, he did? Yeah, they, they peppered okay. Vasilevsky. Now, it was 38 yeah. shots on goal, I believe, overall for the game, and it goes to overtime. But his saves prop was 32 and a half and he had 34. Kemper it was 28 and a half and he only saved 20. So because he only had 23 shots on goal last night. But I'm with you. I don't I mean it, because it went to overtime and because for a long stretch there it was tied at three apiece. It's like yeah, dramatic, you know. Not not a, not a great game one in my opinion. But regardless, Colorado now up one one nothing in the series and just Paul the mm-hmm. the talent. Again, we're talking about the two-time defending champions with the Lightning and the speed the speed. The overall depth of Colorado, it yep. just it looks like they're playing on a different planet. That's what jumps off the screen, off your TV set, is the speed with Colorado. So, but, you know, stupid penalty. I, I thought it was the right call with the tripping penalty to set up the five on three. Yeah. Can't do that. Came back to bite you. Yep. Again, you got to stay out of the box. Easier said than done. All right, the U.S. Open is going on right now, and Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play, log in each day of the U.S. Open, and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while playing and doing it at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Paul Stone will join the show coming up next. He is a professional sports better. The U.S. Open, of course, is underway like I just talked about. It's very early, but you can still bet on this event. Paul attacks matchups more than outrights, and will get his best bets coming up next.
the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page updated every 10 minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Okay, so we did have some news regarding the U.S. Open uh, like 30 minutes before the event started, and it's underway right now. Abraham answer a last-minute withdrawal due to an uh, illness. Pat Kazire is going to take his place in the field. No, I don't. Uh, we, we're not allowed to do this out in Nevada, but is this this apparently because of the timing also affects you? You're screwed with the matchups on Daily Fantasy. Daily Fantasy, I guess that when makes comes, some sense. Yeah, yeah. Where they're teeing off so early and it happens a half hour before he's ready to, or at least I'm guessing, and you don't find out about it, you're yeah. going to be screwed there. No, oh, sure, I, people aren't bad. I bet him at long numbers here at Circa, so that's going to be. That'll be a refund. Yes. But I didn't tee off. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, professional sports better Paul Stone joins the program now. He uh, thrives during the golf season with matchups. We'll find out who we bet in the outrights as well. Good morning, Paul. How you doing? Doing well, guys. Uh, just excited about another uh, U.S. Open and, and looking forward to the next four days. So there are some big names about to take the course the way it looks. Uh, Spieth, any moment. And then we have uh, X-Man Shawfley coming up as well. I'm on him today. Uh, some some like last minute matchups that are still on the betting board that you would recommend would feature who? Well, you know, one that I played uh, that I really like is is Jason Kokrak at minus one twenty over Australian Mark Leishman. Uh, Kokrak's made uh, five of his last six cuts in the major tournaments, nine out of the last twelve cuts. Meanwhile, Leishman in his last ten U.S. Opens. He's finished 45th or worse seven times, only made five of the last ten cuts in major tournaments. I really like uh, Kokrak. The miscut uh, parameter here or uh, metric is really uh, important when you go down to these mid-level players who really probably don't have a chance to win, and making the cut really becomes one of your critical uh, you know, proponents of your handicap. So I like Kokrak over Leishman. I also like uh, Lanto Griffin at minus 134 over Scott Stallings uh, in in that matchup. And then another one uh, that I took was Tony Finau at minus 115 over Sam Burns. Finau, you know, the last year or so until about four or five weeks ago really was off his game, but he's regained his touch obviously the last few weeks. In 22 majors, Tony Finau, 12 top 15s, 10 top 10s, really plays well in the major tournaments. Meanwhile, Sam Burns, only eight majors so far in his young career, so a small sample size, but he's got three missed cuts in those eight majors, one withdrawal, nothing better than a tie for 20th in the other four. So I took Tony Finau minus 115 over Sam Burns. Okay. I know Burns was a popular bet in the outrights, uh, with some people that I know out here uh, in Las Vegas anyway. Are you going to also be adding – Bets like uh, do, you, do you? I know you prefer. I think the overall uh, tournament matchups, but you're going to add like second round, third round, fourth round. You like those as well? Yeah, I do. I look at. I definitely look at the uh, the round to round matchups and, and some of those uh, out there that I took today. Uh, that uh, I might just pass on a couple. I took Davis Riley at minus one fifteen in the first round over Adam Scott. Uh, I took Cameron Young, minus 130, uh, over Keegan Bradley. 
uh, and also took Russell Henley at plus money. I like Henley in the U.S. Open. Took him at plus 105 over Harold Varner the third. But I do look each day at the uh, the round by round matchups and uh, certainly uh, handicap those as well. Now, typically for an event like the U.S. Open, how far out are you looking at outrights? And again, you prefer the matchups compared to the outrights, and you're going to be betting the matchups for a much larger size. Uh, you know, on the wager um, unit size that we're talking about here compared to the outrights. But how long do you normally look at golf events in advance to grab outrights? And then who were some of the guys that you bet? Well, I know, you know, I hadn't done as good of a job to be blunt about it, Mitch, as in the past because you obviously get more value the further out you look. Mm-hmm. But I, I did take in the majors. I, I do bet the outrights more and, and some guys that I took this week. Didn't take any really short shots, but I took some medium shots. One of those. Uh, being Matt Fitzpatrick, who yesterday was 34 to one at Circa, uh, an Englishman who won the 2013 U.S. Amateur at this same very course, the Country Club. He tied for fifth last month at the PGA, uh, tied for 14th prior to that at the Masters. And then I also took Finau at uh, 36 to one uh, at Circa and talked about his uh, performance in the majors there. And then it took a few uh, a few long shots. Took uh, Russell Henley, who I talked about just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. He was 130 to one at Circa. This is a guy who tied for 13th last year in the U.S. Open. Uh, you might remember he was in uh, prime position going into Sunday, and he's played well previously as well. Previous to last year in the Open, he had a tie for 25th and a tie for 27th uh, prior to that. And then took Seamus Power, uh, the Northern Irishman, who's really. Uh, established his career the last year. I mean, he was a, a journeyman for, for many years, uh, playing in Europe and playing over here every once in a while. But he's really uh, found his touch. He has seven finishes of tied for 17th or better this calendar year. Took Seamus Power at 115-1. to one, And then took the lefty, Brian Harmon, at 245-1 to one there at Circa. He finished 19th uh, at last year's U.S. Open. And back in 2017, when the U.S. Open was played there at Aaron Hills uh, in Wisconsin, he actually tied for second. So took a flyer on Harmon at 245 to 1. You know, when you said the lefty, I thought you were going to go with the true lefty in Phil. So it doesn't sound, and I'm joking there, but it doesn't sound like you actually faded any of the live golfers in your matchups. But did you at least take a peek at maybe matchups featuring Phil, you know, a DJ, some of the other guys that went over to that you know, to that tour instead of, and are going to be playing here at the U.S. Open this week? You know, I absolutely did, Mitch. But, you know, the thing about it is, and you know this, in matchups, the house is going to pair like talented players against one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they it's kind of in their, uh, you know, they, they kind of factored into their process. So they just didn't give me any, uh, what I saw as any really great openings on the way. I mean, like, Bill Mickelson, for for instance, uh, one of the, the matchups I saw for full tournament was against Joel Damon, and I mean it was uh, yeah I think it opened about one minus one seventy five, and I think now it's over two dollars. So you know there's no value there, and uh, some of the other guys as uh, well. I mean uh, Dyson DeChambeau, uh, who's headed over Harris English, has has played well in the past, but his current form's so bad, and, and Harris English was a a 120 favorite over to Shambow, so I didn't see any value there. Uh, I did look at those closely, but I just didn't see any value. 
All right. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports and uh, his podcast as well, the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for the time early here on a Thursday, opening day of the U.S. Open, Paul. We appreciate it. Good deal. You guys have a great weekend and enjoy the golf. You too. Good luck to you. Yep. Uh, and again, he looks at the matchups, bets the matchups, you know, obviously much more than the outrights, but he'll get down to some of the outrights on top of it as well. Uh, I bet a bunch of uh, top 10s, top 20s this week, outrights. Uh, I'm not great with the matchups. Yeah. So I'll bet maybe one or two, but that's going to be pretty much it. Well, I hope it's just the flu, but it's not. I mean, it knocked out answer, and it, Spieth wasn't feeling well either. Yeah. Spieth was touch and go today too, and he was set to uh, be one of the early guys to tee off. So he got that uh, going, going around the U.S. Open. Yeah, hopefully it's not a big deal. Uh, did you see that report here at the World Series of Poker? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, like uh, sickness, some people are calling it COVID, some people are not, whatever, but uh, evidently – Guys who are playing in that tournament are like, yeah, it's everybody has it. Well, people are getting sick, and no one's saying anything, and they're still they're still out they're there playing. still playing. Yeah, and then if everyone, if you're not, you know, hardly anyone's wearing a mask according to reports there, and then everyone's touching the cards. Of course, who knows what they're them. doing? How they? Yeah, it's a well, petri dish. Well, I know that you can't wait to talk to Mike Palma about oh. that later on today. Yes, how, how often he'll see that at a casino? Like, I can't, I don't even want to say it because it's it's so disgusting. Like, I, I was not aware of this. The scabs and the well, so we got a pit, oh, we got a pit boss coming on uh, next week, and we're excited to have annoyed pit boss come on. He's got a book out, but there's apparently something called environmental services at a casino, it, it, where you have to come in and if, like if someone is bleeding or picking scabs, and there's blood on the cards, or someone sneezes, stuff you have to do and clean. And the one story in his book uh, was the guy is so drunk. This happened to me uh, when I had a suite at Guns N' Roses. I thought I was I was in my closet. Uh, the the ex didn't like it at the time, I imagine. But the guy was in the high limit, and he was so drunk he thought he had made it to the bathroom. He was in the high limit, and in between two ATM machines. So they have yeah. to call someone in with cleanup, and it'll happen. To you. Yeah. So that so that is I had no idea the whole environmental services they have this set aside with it. But the whole thing, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like apparently. Like blood on the cards or something happens on a regular basis. Boy, oh boy. Uh, Up next, today's Major League Baseball card on the docket. Your live betting chances with him on the mound improve as the game goes on. It's the definition of a starting pitcher who wears down the more pitches he throws and the more often a lineup faces him. We'll tell you who it is. We'll run down the numbers and get into today's betting action coming up next year and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. the sports betting network welcome back if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams bet rivers as you covered they've launched a series of city cast designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective city cast in chicago denver detroit los angeles new york philadelphia pittsburgh and now washington dc subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast Paulie, how is this for a tweet from CKP22, uh, a sports day coming up for someone that he knows. U.S. Open, golf for five hours, then Fenway for afternoon baseball before finishing up the night at the NBA Finals. That's a pretty good day. I guess that is possible. It is possible because the Red Sox play at, what is it, 1.30 Eastern time? Finish it off Celtics on TV. Uh, oh, you could do it today. That's right. Go to all today, of them. Today he's talking about. Okay. Damn, yeah. that's a good day. Wow. I never considered that. That's right, because the game is, uh, okay, yeah. Red Sox play during the day. I don't know the drive. I don't know the area that well. All mm-hmm. ass, get to the golf, and then uh, finish it up with the Red Sox. Good good fun. Yeah, that's really All strong. Right. But, so that is the first game on the docket. And I want to make a case here today for Blackburn, maybe for the first five at plus money against Rich Hill. But, but 
you know, he's one of the most profitable pitchers in baseball. His ROI is off the charts, especially on the road. I just I don't think the Red Sox care about your ROI. I think their offense is too good. Wow, what a what a turnaround! They were eleven and twenty to start. Now they're red hot. They'd be in the playoffs if they start today. But again, uh, Blackburn, whoever, uh, Vita Blue. I mean, you can't go to war with this A's team. Last in it's batting tough. average, they've lost thirteen of fourteen. It's a train wreck. This is the team we expected to see when everyone was cutting in line to bet the win total under. Yeah, this is the outfit we imagined. Uh, so this he was sensational in his last start against Cleveland bullpen, blew it. But uh, I don't want to go against these hot teams. These streaks are so good right now in baseball. Yep. Yankees overall, Yankees at home. I mean, this and what's, yep. the A's are so bad. You can't. I can't do it. Oh, neither can I. And no. I said that yesterday. Uh, and so I'll, I'll, I'll go a little bit deeper on this and point this out. On the road for Blackburn, think about this. He's four zero with a zero point nine one ERA. The WHIP is point nine. At home, he's one and two with a four point three nine ERA. So he is. He's clearly better on the road than he is at the Oakland Coliseum. Rich Hill at Fenway. Well, at home, he's 0-2 in four games with an 8.04 ERA, a whip of 1.66. On the road, he's 2-1 with a 2.67 and a whip of 1. I still I, I don't, I don't think I want to take the plus money with the A's. Seven of his 11 starts, he's gone fewer than five innings, yeah, too. Right. So that, that's just typical Rich Hill. You know, that's, how, that's what he's like. That ties into but. exactly what you were saying, Paulie. I mean, McClanahan had all the numbers in the world going into the game. But he's going against the Yankees and Cortez. Mm-hmm. Had to pass on that game. Mm-hmm. From, a, yep. from a Rays perspective. Uh, Padres go at the Cubs today. What what happened yesterday? Here you go. Here's your number one ROI guy with Musgrove. Uh, well, this they just exploded late again with a ton another avalanche of runs. Like they were down five nothing in the sixth the other day. Uh, blew out the Cubs in uh, 19 runs yesterday. Musgrove seven and zero with a one five zero. Number one for ROI with pitchers. They are 10-1 and one in his starts. And he gets the ball, and the Cubbies now have lost nine in a row. And the Padres, hot. They've caught the Dodgers. They're playing good ball. I, you know, they split that four-game series against Colorado at home. But uh, had a sweep uh, Milwaukee before that. And now getting ready to get the broom out on the Cubs. Good job by San Diego. Padres are 23-11 and 11 on the road. Cubs are the exact opposite, 11 and 23 at home. Musgrove, by the way, a little bit more on him. His lowest walk rate since 2018. By far his best home run rate uh, of his career. By far his lowest BABIP, so he's fortunate there, batting average balls in play. Lowest ERA by more than a run and a half. Lowest, lowest uh, expected ERA and lowest FIP on the season. He is one of the National League favorites to win the Cy Young mm-hmm. for a reason. And in Swarmer's last start, he allowed six home runs to the Yankees. And they got blasted 19 to 5 yesterday. The Orioles and the Blue Jays go at it. Uh, I can actually say that Tyler Wells going today for Baltimore. He's been pretty decent. His numbers are worse on the road. ERA is two runs higher. The whip is 1.2 to, to 0.93. Gossman goes for the Blue Jays, and you know that they're going to be just a, a heavy, heavy favorite today. He does not allow walks or home runs, only two total on the entire year. Best ERA and FIP of his career. Both numbers are outstanding, 2.67 and 1.75. And I would expect the Blue Jays' bats to get it going again today. So, you know, there's been some back and forth on Twitter, you know, because Dave Tooley is famously dog or pass. Uh, And I had a conversation with someone the other day. He says, I don't don't bet favorites. But but when you look at this, though, the difference in this sport between the haves and the have-nots and the favorites are just on a sick run here in Major League Baseball, not to mention the streaks, 
I mean, I just don't know how you say, I, I want to take the Orioles. You find value in the Orioles, mm-hmm. value in the Cubs. I can't get there. With, the, with what the Yankees are doing, what the Braves are doing, what the Phillies were doing, how bad the A's are. The Cubs have lost nine in a row. The Pirates slapped a long losing streak last night. I mean, there's so many streaks like that. Well, and it just, I mean, so if you're betting the same teams here the last two, three weeks, you're cleaning up or betting against them. So I will give you full marks. You said this on the air probably like 10 days ago, maybe even before then. I, I forget the exact timeline. May 31st, the first time I bet on the Braves. Okay, so then that goes back more than two weeks now. And you yeah. said repeatedly on the air, here come the Braves, watch out. And you've been saying over and over and over again, I'm betting on the Braves again today. I'm laying the run line. And you you kind of had this in the forecast. You, you could see it in the schedule. You could see it how things were turning around with their numbers. The offense was, you know, starting to click a little yeah, bit. They were going to break out of it. And, right. and yeah, you, you, you predicted it. And you, you know, good well, for you. Well, the other thing, you people all look at the schedule. But it's, uh, come on, they're professionals. The, the, the Dodgers have lost five or six to the Pirates. I mean, no, it's, it's 14 game winning streaks aren't handed out at the airport. I mean, it's mm, tough to do. Right. But it's 14 in a row and 13 on the run line. And you're getting, a, you know, you're laying a dollar, $10, 15 on the run line with some of these. Right. And so they're covering all those too. And they're going to win again tomorrow. You know, it's Morton's very, going, and I'm sure they'll bury the Cubs. It's a day game. Here's the thing, Paul. It's very easy to look back during or after a winning streak and say, well, you know, I should have been on them. It's much more difficult to actually predict it and call it like you did with this brave streak. But it's also one of those things where you need to kind of lay off a little bit, like you're saying here. And I did not want to go against the Yankees yesterday. Simple. It was period. That was it. Like McClanahan, before the game yesterday, probably should have been the winner of the American League Cy Young. His numbers were robust and outstanding in every single category. And he was yeah. a nice plus you know, price. Nope, had to pass. I'm not going against the pinstripers right now. Okay, yep, today too. I mean, it's out of control, but they're a $3 favorite, but you, you have to lay the run line. How do you go against the Yankees? 13 in a row at home. Their longest winning streak at home since 1973. Think about that. After the dynasty they had and how good those teams were in the late 90s, that, uh, it's 46 and 16, 28 and 7 at home. It's a, Don't look now, it's a nine game lead. So everything we talked about on Monday, whoa, the schedule's tough coming up. Well, they might sweep Tampa. This might be, they may be a seven, eight dollar favorite to win the division in a week. So a nine game lead, and, uh, and Severino's going too. And they are, they've done well in his starts too, and he's had a good, but that's the story with the Yankees. Judge hitting home runs every night, and this pitching's ridiculous, no matter who's out there for him. I mean, think about this. He goes yard again last night, right away off McClanahan. Austin Riley, you and I each have him to win the home run title. I know. He, he hits, hits two. two. Oh, yeah. he's seven back? Yeah. Oh, f- good fun. It's every damn night. I was with you. I saw your tweet. I thought it was a routine fly ball. Yeah, right. And then it got out of there. The other thing, look what Holmes has done. What, what's his ERA? .29? Oh, he is. What his ERA is? So, yeah. Uh, they're, they're plus number one in ROI. No surprise. They're up 12 units on the year. And they're up nine units at home this season. But this is just, you know, 46 and 16. Mm. My God. It is something and a, and a, special. Yeah, and a nine-game lead. Well, look at that. Oh. I mean, they have a graphic made right now telling us that they're 475 to win the division at some spots. They look. were $3 and three sixty sure. earlier in the week. Sure, and if you make a mistake, they'll kill you. I mean, you drop a fly ball last night, that leads to three runs. You know, if you walk guys, there's an error. You give them extra outs, they'll make you pay. But the other, also must be you can be so loose if, you, if, you, uh, if you're a hitter for the Yankees because, you know, the pitchers sure. aren't going to give anything up. Sure. Now let me run this down for you quickly because Patrick Corbin's off to just a you know, god-awful start, yeah. and who knows how much time we're going to have left to fade this guy. He's going against Zach Wheeler today, who's been really, really good. In fact, he has struck out seven-plus batters in every start since April 28th. He's allowed three runs once in that span. He's back to his uh, form from last year. So when does it go bad for Corbin? Not the first inning. It's the second inning. His ERA is 7.82, 
and the fifth inning, his ERA is 9.64. He really starts to wear down as the game goes on, and the more pitches that are thrown, a 6.8 K to 9 rate compared to a 5.8 walk to 9 rate in the fifth inning alone. The first time through the order, pretty good. 3.71 ERA, 3.21 FIP, a 27% K rate, and a 1.39 whip. The second time through the order, that ERA goes from 3.71 to 7.83. The FIP goes up. The K rate goes from 27% to 14.9%. And the third time uh, through the order, the ERA goes to 11.57. The FIP goes to 7.92 with an 8% K rate. So you know you, uh, you know what to do, live betting against this guy. Early on, he's okay. In fact, he had a long stretch without allowing a first inning run the entire year. But it's the second time through the order, the third time through, where teams absolutely get to him. So if it's close, if it's a, like a 1-1 game or they're up 2-1 on Wheeler, I know. look at betting him, you know, betting against him live. Here's another one. Wheeler's, uh, Philly's $1.10 on the run line. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Must be 21 plus. Um, offer is not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Must be 21 Town Sportsbook. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.